0: Hello there, my friends, and uh, welcome to another edition of Beginnings. My name is Andy Addis. I'm pastor at Crosspoint Church, and we are on a journey that is taking us on a 12-week trek to grow spiritually, to jumpstart our spiritual life. We're going back to the basics, but exploring some of the most important disciplines in the faith. We have tackled some biggies so far. We've uh, begun at the very beginning with uh, a look at assurance of our salvation. We've talked about the next steps that we immediately follow through with, which is baptism. We talked about Bible study skills and prayer. And now we move to an area that uh, is actually one that can be a little contentious because uh, different churches, different denominations, different people believe so many different things. But we're going to get to the heart of it. We're going to talk about community. What does it mean to be a part of community. Now, this is a question that can be answered directly from Scripture, but let me let me pose something to you. It's something we do in our church on a regular basis. If I said this, how would you respond? Who's the church? Many of you would say we are, because if you've been at Crosspoint, you know That for us the church is not an organization; it's not an institution. The church is the people. So when we think of the church, when people say they don't believe in organized religion or they don't like the church, uh, we have to redefine it because for us the church is the people. It's about the people. It's relational. The reality is, if you say you go to church but you don't have any interaction, uh, then I would really challenge whether you've gone to church or you've actually just gone to an event. A huge component of your faith is learning to be in community. It's not only about you learning to be there, it's about the fact that for you it is necessary that you would experience that as well. And others would have you as a benefit and a blessing in their life as well. It's a back and forth, a give and take without community there is no church. Church is not coming together to sing songs. Church is not simply coming together to hear a sermon. Church is definitely not just about offerings. Those are events. Those are parts of a worship service. The church is the people. And where do we find this? Let me give you a quick Bible study. In Acts chapter 5, verse 42, it says, and every day, that's a big one, everybody say every day, every day in the temple and from house to house, look at that, House to house. They did not cease teaching and preaching Jesus as the Christ. So church is going on at the temple and house to house. Something's different there. Acts chapter 2, verse 46 says, And day by day, once again, not every day, but day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes. They received their food with glad and generous hearts. We see that it's spilling over outside of the temple grounds to the home environment. In John 13, 34, what does it say? A new command I give you, that you go to church. No. A new command I give you, that you attend a service. No. A new command I give you, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also are to love one another. By this, all men will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. Now, this kind of love is not just, well, yeah, I love all these people or I love all people. No, this is a recognizable. People look at it and say they love one another. They care for one another. Guys, that's community. And finally, let me give you one more. In Hebrews chapter 10, verses 24 through 25, you know we're doing a memory verse every week? Here's your memory verse for this week. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. Oh my goodness, if that isn't a direct biblical command, I don't know what is, consider, ponder, think about, come up with ways how we can stir each other up for what? Love and good works, and don't neglect meeting together. This is the heart of community. That's right. It's the heartbeat of community. So in your spiritual journey, you need to not only attend services because worship is a part of your life. You need to not only serve. That's a part of your life. But you need to start devoting your life to a smaller group of followers, to a part of your whole church where you really live life together. Now, we call those grow groups. And what is a grow group? Well, you can expect several things in a grow group. First of all, uh, there will be Bible study, absolutely. Uh, But if it's just Bible study, it's kind of a Sunday school class. There's nothing wrong with that, but most Sunday school classes don't go any deeper than a few verses and a couple pats on the back with a cup of coffee. And we want to go deeper than that. But yes, there is Bible study. There's prayer, but not a bookend prayer. A prayer in a grow group environment needs to be one in which we're really listening to one another. We're responding to one another. Sometimes we preempt everything else we're going to do because of the needs in someone's life. We put them in the middle of the room. We lay hands on them. We pray for them, and we just cry with them in a difficult time. Not only is there Bible study and prayer, but a grow group also needs to be that place where you find community. Now, what what do I mean when I say community? That's where your friends are. These are the people that, uh, that you call your brothers and your sisters, yes, but that you also call friend. In that group, you're probably going to have a mentor, somebody who is challenging you. and they're, they're bringing you forward because they are farther along than you. There's probably going to be those who are looking up to you as well. Because of that, there's a place in this Grow Group environment where you need to find support. It needs to be a place where you are find support and you provide support for people. There's also an element of being corrected because once somebody's earned the privilege of being your friend, they should also have the opportunity to to challenge you, to call you out when necessary. We need that. But most of all, it needs to be a safe place. It needs to be a place where uh, you can be you and your failures and your successes, warts and all, you can be there and you're going to find community now you say that's difficult because uh, you know there are people I just don't I don't like some people that's okay not everybody likes you not everybody likes me we call them EGRs extra grace required individuals if you were in a group and there is no EGR you're actually wrong you must be the EGR because every group has one if you can't find it it's got to be <laughs> got to be you the reality is that people that are difficult to get along with are perfect for us because we are remember we're growing in the it we're growing in our relationship we are we are growing in the body of Christ and so in community we're going to have people we love we're going to have people we appreciate we're going to have some people we don't love so much or appreciate but we're learning and that's what community is all about so what's in a grow group? Yes, Bible study. Yes, prayer. Yes, all these relationships, both ups and downs and, and growing and, and, and really tight and some that are in need of growth. But then there's also this aspect. There should be pastoring and serving. In other words, this group is the group that serves one another. This is where you really experience what most people consider to be church. Now, in our context, we say that you have to grow smaller if you're going to grow larger. As our church has grown from, you know, a small 120-some people to about 3,000, the reality is that there is not enough money in the world, nor enough energy, nor enough talented people all to be on staff to take care of all the pastoral needs, and that's actually a good thing. You remember from the first day of the early church in Acts, Peter preached and, uh, and several thousand people came to know the Lord. They had this problem from the beginning. That's why they started meeting in homes because it's not about one guy with a seminary degree who wears a cape with the big letter P on the back for super pastor, flies to every hospital visit, is always there for birthday parties. That's, that, that, that doesn't happen, and if it does, it's unhealthy. But the body of Christ learns to pastor itself, that there are people with the gift of compassion and mercy and shepherding, and, and as they are there, we grow smaller so that those family units, those cell groups or those grow groups can become pastoral and serve one another. Also, they not only serve one another, but those groups get together and they form the hands and feet of the church. They will serve the community. They'll serve in the church together as a unit. They become like a family, a home away from home. We've said often that um, if you opt out of grow group at Crosspoint, you're opting out of pastoral care because there is no way to cover all the needs if you're not willing to be a part of what we consider to be the fundamental element of the church, which is grow group. So yes, what's in a grow group? Bible study, prayer, being in community, pastoring, serving. And here's my favorite part. It's the most enjoyable part. It's it's living life together. It's it's who you hang out with for the Super Bowl party. It's, uh, it's the people that get your Christmas cards uh, because you want to send them. It's the ones that when, when you have an up, they have an up with you. And when you have a down, they have a down with you. When you put all these things together, Bible study, prayer, being in community, pastoring, serving together, living life together, do you know what that is? That's disciple making. And this is the commandment of the church. Go into all the world, right? Go into the whole world and make disciples of all nations. When we do this, we're not just getting church members. We're not putting people on a list. We're making disciples. We're we're reproducing ourselves again and again and again. So with that, what does that mean? Well, your connection and your passion are directly related to community. Let me make that statement again. I believe that your spiritual connection and your spiritual passion are directly related to community. You can come to church because you like a preacher or maybe you like the worship for a while, but as soon as a relationship explodes on you, guess what happens? You're gone. But when you're in community and you have friends and you have people who call on you and expect things of you and will challenge you, then your connection to is stronger and your passion for is really enabled. One of the ways that churches grow strong is by growing deep. We must grow together. And that's what it means to be a part of a grow group, that we would be in community together. Now, what can you expect if you come to a CrossPoint grow group? Real quick, 90 minutes should be the limit. We don't want to keep you all week, but we need a significant amount of time to do what we need to do. So a general grow group expectation is a 90-minute commitment once a week. And why? We divide that into thirds. 30 minutes of food. 30 minutes of Bible study and 30 minutes of sharing and praying for one another. So it's three separate components that we cram into that small amount of time, and at the exchange in that is that as you grow together, you become a pastoral community. You have a group to love on you and for you to love back. It becomes your strongest connection point in the body of Christ. My wife told me a couple of years ago that uh, you know we had done Sunday school in the past. We had uh, been a part of Bible studies, but here at Crosspoint, we were doing Grow Group, and she said— you know, if God ever calls you someplace else, it's going to be lonely because I'm staying here. I said, oh, you love the church? She goes, well, yeah, but I love my grow group. <laughs> my wife told me that I would have to move without her. Uh, no, no worries. I love my grow group too. And this is the place where God connects us to the body of Christ. We even have some rules for grow group, some things to help you feel safe in that context. Let me give you just a few of these things that, that we learned. What happens or is said in grow group stays in grow group. You need to know that's a safe place for you to be real. I know it'll take some time for you to get there, but that's the truth. Second, we don't go to grow group to fix each other, but we are there to help. So we don't want instruction and people butting in, but if someone presents and says, I'm looking for some advice, maybe I'm parenting, maybe marriage, then they're there to help. But no one's there to instruct. Third, no one dominates. If there's someone who just tends to talk all the time, your grow group leader will talk to them and say, hey, move over bacon, make room for something meatier. We we, we need to make sure everybody has a chance. And so we won't let anyone dominate a conversation. Next, there are no dumb questions. People are coming into the faith at various levels. You may not know diddly squat about where something is in the Bible, or there may be something that's so far beyond you, but you think everybody else knows. Don't worry, there's no dumb questions. We have an open chair policy. What does that mean? We're always open to guests. We want to continue to grow. And finally, how about this rule? We commit to resolve conflict biblically. In other words, we're going to handle our relationships, the goods, the bads, and the uglies, in a biblical way. So here's what you need to do. We've already established that, uh, that this is a well-grounded and useful part of the Christian faith. For some of you, you're a little intimidated by this. Maybe you're an introvert, and this doesn't sound like fun to you at all. But for some of you, you're gregarious. You're like, I can't wait to get in this. I want to be in three different ones. Stop, hold back. Let me tell you, here's what you need to do. You need to first of all agree that this is a biblical command we need to decide before we take another step that being a part of community is a biblical command remember all the scripture i read at the beginning this is god's plan for the believer next you need to either jump in or sign up what do i mean by jump in you may know of a girl group you may have a friend who's already invited you you may know where one meets well just show up they're waiting for you that's the whole purpose of those or if you don't have a clue where one is Contact a staff member or turn in one of your communication cards at a weekend service and you will and just say that you're interested and somebody will connect with you. They'll invite you so that you feel a, a warm invitation to be a part of a grow group. But third and probably most important is this, revolve, resolve to stay in. D- don't say, I'll give it a try. It's not give it a try. What you need to do is say, I'm going to do this because it's biblical, it's necessary, And I resolve to stay in this place. I will be a part of your group. Why? Because it's not if, but when, when there will be conflict. It's not if, but when you'll be irritated. It's not if, but when it will be inconvenient. It's not if, but when it will be no fun that week. Just remember, you have to resolve to be there because it's a biblical command and it's how God is growing you. He's rubbing your rough edges off. And there may even be a night uh, or a um, meeting or an occasion where you say, I got nothing out of that but you would not believe that your presence, your smile, your prayer, your comment is exactly what someone else needed on that occasion. And why is that important? Because we're a part of the body of Christ and we are a community. So this may seem like just an add-on or something that's being asked of you that's unnecessary, but it's so not true. Being in community is a biblical command because it's how God chooses to create his church. The church is not a meeting on the weekend. The church is the people. Who's the church? That's right. We are the church, and we need to be investing in one another and living life together. My prayer for you is that you would take this commitment, agree it's biblical, jump in or sign up, and be resolved that you're going to be a part of community. God will bless that. I know it. I can promise you that because it's in his word. God bless you. Have a great week, and we'll see you next time on The